Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, November 5th. Here is an impeachment inquiry update from today's show. An attorney for Lev Parnas, one of the two associates of Rudy Giuliani who was arrested last month as he tried to fly to Europe with a one-way plane ticket, said last night that his client is willing to comply with the House impeachment inquiry. This is potentially huge news. He also strongly challenged the notion that Trump does not know Parnas. In a statement to The Washington Post, Joseph Bondi noted that Parnas had a number of interactions with the president and his personal attorney, that's Giuliani, despite Trump's insistence that he was not familiar with his client. He also said that Parnas plans to honor and not avoid requests from congressional investigators to the extent that they're legally proper and don't self-incriminate. Parnas's willingness to comply with the impeachment inquiry could provide congressional investigators with a trove of information about Giuliani's shadow foreign policy efforts in Ukraine. Parnas and his associate, Igor Fruman, helped Giuliani in his efforts to dig up dirt on Joe and Hunter Biden in Kiev. One reason last night's statement was significant is that Parnas has until now been represented by John Dowd, a former personal attorney for Trump who defended the president during the Mueller probe. Dowd told Congress last month that Parnas wouldn't cooperate at all, He claimed that his client didn't need to because he was protected by executive privilege since the work he was doing in Ukraine was on behalf of Trump, which, if true, is legally and politically problematic for the president. It's unclear whether House Democrats would be willing to grant Parnas congressional immunity in order to secure his testimony. Such immunity is a very seldom granted privilege that prevents prosecutors from using in a criminal case whatever a witness tells lawmakers. Now, historically, that can significantly complicate a prosecutor's ability to proceed, as it essentially taints even evidence they've gathered independent of Congress. Typically, lawmakers consult with the Justice Department before offering immunity. And in this instance, Bill Barr's political people at DOJ would no doubt oppose any move that could result in damning revelations emerging about this president. Spokespeople for DOJ and House Intelligence declined to comment last night. The big impeachment inquiry news earlier yesterday was that House Democrats put out transcripts of two depositions conducted in recent weeks. Those transcripts show that former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine Marie Yovanovitch testified that she felt threatened by Trump's comments about her. Yovanovitch, who's still a government employee, said that she remains worried that she'll be a target of retaliation by the White House. The president referred to her in that notorious July 25th phone call with Ukraine's president as, quote, bad news, and someone who he said ominously was, quote, going to go through some things. Yovanovitch's account was augmented by the separate release of the deposition of Michael McKinley, a former senior advisor to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who resigned his position last month in protest over how Yovanovitch and others caught up in the Ukraine saga were being treated. McKinley also testified that he was concerned the State Department was being dragged into an attempted shakedown of a sovereign country for the president's personal political gain. At one point, Yovanovitch said during her deposition that she was advised by a colleague to turn to Twitter to improve her standing with the president before it was too late. 
That advice came from the U.S. ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sundland, who's become embroiled in Trump's attempt to pressure Ukraine. You need to go big or go home, Sondland told Yovanovitch in her memory. She said she felt it was not appropriate for someone in her position to praise the president effusively on Twitter to save her job. And in another potential break for House investigators, a federal judge has agreed to fast track Charlie Kupperman's request for the courts to decide whether he must comply with a House subpoena or the White House's order for him not to comply. U.S. District Judge Richard Leon of Washington ordered final arguments to be held December 10th at the request of the former Deputy National Security Advisor. Leon had previously said he intended not to take up the merits of the lawsuit until a later date. And in another legal blow to Trump, a federal appeals court has rejected the president's effort to block New York prosecutors from accessing his tax records. The ruling by the Second Circuit does not mean Trump's tax records will be turned over immediately, but it means the issue will likely be taken up by the Supreme Court, where Trump's legal team promises to appeal. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts. 